I am Lights Camera Jackson. Thank you so much for listening to the LCJ Q&A podcast, Mickey Mouse Funhouse. It is a very fun show, and it premieres with a special half-hour special this Friday, July 16 at 7.30 p.m. on Disney Junior and the official series premiere Friday, August 20th at 8 a.m. on Disney Channel and Disney Junior. And joining me right now, executive producer Phil Weinstein. Phil, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. All things Mickey Mouse, let's jump right in. First of all, you worked on Mickey Mouse Clubhouse and the Roadster Racers, which became the Mixed Up Adventures, before jumping here to the Fun House. How long ago did you know that this show was coming? How, how long ago? Let's see. We were that was around 2019. That's, uh, that's when we started putting it all together. Interesting. And what is that transition process like? Now you've done this a couple times, going from one Mickey series to another. Well, um, you you know, it's the same um, classic characters, but it is a new series. It has a new look and a new feeling, but it has kind of all of our familiar friends. So Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Daisy, Goofy, Pluto, but the world. uh, We really wanted to kind of find this sort of sweet spot between the thing that sort of lost it, launched Disney Junior was Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, and then it evolved forward into Roadster Racers and Mixed Up Adventures. And we really wanted to kind of go back and take a look at the look of the world and kind of find this sweet spot between what Clubhouse was and what Roadster Racers and Mixed Up Adventures were and kind of find something in the middle and get sort of inspired by classic Disney artists like Ivan Neural, Mary Blair, Freddie Moore, if you know those folks and really take a look at the design of the theme parks and see if we could kind of inject some of that Disney DNA into the look of our funhouse world. So that, that's where the departure is, our, our familiar friends in a kind of a new sort of environment. Yeah, that's nice, and I, I like the feel of the funhouse named Funny. I'm glad that you brought him to life. You didn't just say, all right, we're going to make a house, and they go in it, and they go places. You actually make this character come alive with a face and a voice and movement and depth. Why did you decide to give Funny, the funhouse, some real depth here? Well, there, there was a lot of reasons. It was really important for us that Funny was, um, was not a parent and not a teacher, not a grown-up but Mickey's pal. And so, you know, in order to be a pal, you sort of have to, you have to be a sort of sentient talking, <laughs> you know, sort of thing. And um, that, that was kind of the beginnings of it. And then for funny to be kind of our, our portal to these other worlds kind of was a, was a different aspect of it. So it allowed us to, to take funny and have funny go with Mickey and the gang wherever they go. So that was sort of where that all kind of mushed together. Great, yeah, and in that first episode, which is Mickey the Brave, this Friday, uh, you do something really interesting with Funny when you bring him along on their, their first adventure. You include the Disney theme music and fireworks when Funny turns into a castle, which I thought was such a funny and clever moment. Did you need to get approval from the heads of the Mouse House in order to do that? We most certainly did. <laughs> that was, um, you know, when we when we build these things, we use uh, temp score and temp music. And so that was an idea that we had in the temp music right from the beginning. And we thought, well, I don't know if they're really going to let us use it, but uh, we asked, and they took a look at it, and they, they gave us their blessing. But you're right, it went all the way up the food chain to get <laughs> the approval to do that. 
I can imagine because it, it kind of comes out of nowhere, but it's so iconic. It feels so gutsy for you to do it, but I'm so glad that you did. It's great. This half-hour special, Mickey the Brave with Farfus the Purple Dragon, and it's really fun and engaging, and kids are going to love it. Why did you want to start off with this concept for this show? Well, uh, you know, there were a few things we wanted to establish. First was we really wanted to say, where, where is this place? Where is this funhouse forest? And to me, I always thought of it like, like I live in Los Angeles, and there's, you know, there's Big Bear, if you know the area, which is a couple hours away. And so I always felt like, well, if L.A. was Hot Dog Hills, then Big Bear would be funhouse forest. Like, it's, a, it's, it's nearby, but it's a couple hours away. So we, the, the first step was, how do we get to the forest? And if you've seen the pilot, you see we, we, we had done a lot of race cars. Yeah. We've done a lot of trains, and we've done all kinds of vehicles of all sorts. And um, I really thought, well, let's let's um, let's try something different. I don't know, just completely different. And I, we had this idea of a kind of a flying roller coaster. So, so the, the getting from the Hot Dog Hills part of town to Funhouse Forest via the floaty coaster and the floaty cars that was that was point A. And then uh, point B was how do we launch off into a world? So that was the business that takes place inside of Funny. And if you if you've seen it, then you you probably know that that was inspired by the, the way things work in the haunted mansion. When you go down the elevator, if you remember, the room kind of stretches. Mm. So that that's what happened with that. We had a stretching room that revealed these adventure doors above. Mm. And um, you know, kind of just going to a, a medieval land and, and meeting a, a dragon. We thought, what a fun challenge! Let's see if we can make a dragon not scary. You know, he has to be preschool friendly, but also evoke feelings of. Uh, you know, oh my gosh, it, what do we have in our minds? I have a dragon. We got to capture this thing. But turns out, you know, maybe I don't want to spoil anything, but maybe he's not so scary after all. <laughs> yeah, he is. He is a sweet character, and I have a um, my cousin's son. He's about three years old. He is obsessed with Mickey Mouse and is going to love this show. He's going to love the the medieval start that you have and all the different rooms and the visuals. He also lines up all of his cars in a row, one in front of the other, right next to each other, which is what you do. And then you you do the flying roller coaster, but you have the Sensational Six line up all their cars. That detail is so spot on. Do you look at and study childhood behavior to really get some of those details and those relatable factors for kids watching these episodes? You know, you know, the company is terrific at that, and they really have a group that actually does do that, and they keep us in the loop. So when we're um, kind of um, coming up with stories and premises, we go through a process where that, that's part of it. It's let's make sure the social-emotional thing is there, and the, let's, uh, let's look out for things that kids, in, like, like you mentioned, kids in that age range kind of enjoy. And we, so we're always looking for feedback from that audience, and that really does help inform the storytelling. To find that, obviously, we understand it has to feel um, safe, you know, for that audience and friendly, um, but also want, we want it to be widely entertaining. And, you know, for, for me personally, I, I feel like we want to make a show that's great for that audience, but also something that us grown-ups that are making the show will also enjoy. <laughs> so yeah. That's kind of where, where we're sort of always playing around. Yeah, I think uh, he'll enjoy it. Kids will enjoy it. His parents will. All the parents watching this, Bill Weinstein, Mickey Mouse Funhouse, is joining me right now on the LCJ Q&A podcast. You mentioned how everything kind of stretches and you see all the different possibilities for Mickey and pals to go into all the different doors, all the different rooms. Was there one storyline that we're going to see this season that you wanted to make sure you got in, the one door, the one room, the one adventure you wanted from the beginning? 
You know, we, uh, well, I don't want to spoil anything, so I won't tell you, but we did, we did sit around and, and we have these meetings where we go, where would you go? You know, would you, there's the, oh, like, should we go to the Wild West? Should we go to the past? Should we go to, to underwater? You know, they, <laughs> so we, we sort of explore all these sort of thoughts of, of sort of, sort of so real places you would visit. And then we started thinking about, hey, what, what would be a little bit kind of a fantasy place to visit? So there, there's a little bit of a tease of, of the kind of things that will be coming in the series. Okay, very good, very good. And when you're mapping out these stories, how is it trying to balance the screen time of everyone? Because obviously kids want to see a lot of Mickey, but they also want to see Donald and Goofy and Minnie and Pluto and, and everybody and Daisy. How do you balance the screen time of these iconic characters, make sure they're kind of even throughout the episodes? Yeah, you, are, you are so right on. That's a great question because we will frequently... Uh, go down the rabbit hole where we've got maybe perhaps a Mickey-focused story, a Minnie-focused story, and we're starting to put it together in storyboards. And then, uh, you know, always the question will come up, hey, what about Pluto? What happened to him? Or how about our Teddy, our, our new uh, doghouse character? Um, and so it's, it's a lot of back and forth making sure there is that balance because we see it all the time. You know, there's always um, a character or characters that are part of an individual episode that are kind of the main focus. But their pals are always around, so it, it really is a tricky balance to keep to keep them uh, present, through, no matter who's featured in that particular episode. Right, right, because you want to see everybody. Yeah, that's a great answer. Uh, you want to see everybody at every episode. And do you know when you're creating these episodes, you're in a unique situation doing this for, for Disney Junior and the Disney Channel because these episodes are going to be played over and over again. And I'm sure my cousin's son and so many kids and families out there are going to watch some of these episodes over and over again. Do you think about that as you're creating the episodes and the storylines as opposed to, you know what, this is only going to air once? Is, is there a different mentality there? Yeah, no, absolutely. We, I, uh, we, I think we are all in a, you know, me personally and the group in general. We, there's a sort of um, repetitive pattern to certain things that that I feel like a young audience really loves. The hot dog dance is a great example. <laughs> the way you end the uh, episode of Clubhouse. So we have those kind of things happening too. So we we set up a lot of those things in the pilot. The stairs to anywhere. The characters, um, you know, pick up their backpacks and off they go on an adventure up the stairs through a door. And they always return home at the end. So that idea that they they go off on an adventure and they come back home at the end of the day, um, that's a theme that will recur. Um, and by the way, uh, we, we do have um, our own sort of special uh, little dance break that will be happening in the series. That will be sort of our kind of um, our sort of hot dog dance. It's called Stretch Breaks. Nice. Good, good. That's that's something families could also look forward to, and I like that. You know, not to spoil it, but with the, when the gang comes back, there's a little memento as well, and I think that's a sweet thing because you always want to remember where you were, where you come from. Think about that for a long time. So I like that memento element. And speaking of you know special things and memories relating to Mickey Mouse, is there a vivid memory you have, Phil, about growing up and maybe watching? Mickey Mouse on a series or a special? Is there something that sticks out in your mind from when you were younger with Mickey? For me, what I remember, I think a lot of people have their first sort of real exposure is seeing the character at the park. Mm. So my parents, when I was a little kid, took us down to Disney World, and um, and I sort of remember the first time I saw Mickey, the character in costume. And, and as a little kid, you still have that. It's become sort of real, sort of takes your breath away, <laughs> that little kid uh, sort of brain. And I, I remember that, and, and it, I sort of carried that feeling with me all the way so all all these years, 
what's fascinating about Mickey and uh, Minnie and Daisy and Donald and Goofy at Pluto is that I think globally people understand those characters. Like, you know, Donald is this kind of uh, cranky sort of guy, and everybody sort of understands uh, Goofy, this sort of well-intentioned sort of goofball, and and Mickey always being this sort of earnest person. And it's odd that those character themes are just sort of built into all of our minds, so we always keep that when we're writing the stories. um, We still always try to keep that present, stay within the characters that everybody sort of understands. Yeah, I'm glad you still have those memories from the park. And as a matter of fact, I just today I pulled out a picture of me and Chef Mickey from a restaurant when I was at Disney World when I was five, and I love looking at that. Right? Yeah. Right? And as you remember, you're like, that's the thing. You're like, oh my gosh. I know it's amazing, and I had no front teeth at that time either. So yeah, that was. That was funny to see that. As we wrap things up here, Phil, obviously a theme of this, through what you just said and what we talked about earlier, is the theme parks. I feel like the Funhouse can be turned into a theme park attraction. How would you feel about that? (laughs) You're not going to get any argument from me. That would be fantastic. I think kids would embrace it completely and open up the doors to all the different rooms, and and I'm sure you'd be uh, first in line to go see it and would help out uh, putting it together. Yeah, absolutely. It would be cool. Very nice. Well, Phil Weinstein, Mickey Mouse Funhouse, the special premiere this Friday, July 16, 7.30 p.m. on Disney Junior. And uh, more new episodes start Friday, August 20th at 8 a.m. Disney Channel, Disney Junior. Phil, this has been great. Thank you for your time today, and thank you for giving us another great Mickey show. Awesome. Thanks, Jackson. I'm Lights Camera Jackson. Thanks for listening to the LCJ Q&A podcast. For more, go to lights-camera-jackson.com and lcj.podbean.com. Take care, and I'll see you next time.